you're ready to stop submitting basic applications and winging your interview for your next nursing role, whether you're a graduate nurse or a seasoned healthcare professional, we'd love to exclusively invite you to our secret nurse growth hub, where you can get all of the support to apply, interview and land your next nursing role completely free. All of the resources that we've shared and created over the last three years that have helped 3,000 plus nurses internationally apply, interview and land their next nursing role. So what are you waiting for? Come and join us today. It's completely free. LiamCaswell.com forward slash NGH. Come and join the Nurse Growth Hub today and let's make applying, interviewing and landing your next nursing role easy. There is no benefit in failing ahead of time cognitively. There's no upside to it. I don't know if you've noticed, but when you fail ahead of time in your brain and you tell yourself that you've failed before you know that you have failed, you compound the failure. You feel like a failure. You feel terrible from the minute you finish the thing until you get the result. Hello, you are listening to the High Performance Nursing Podcast with me, Liam Caswell, where I help clinicians just like you take control of their careers and remove all the things stopping you from achieving your biggest goals. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the High Performance Nursing Podcast. This is the Graduate Nurse Success Series and I'm so excited that you are here today. In this very short episode, we're going to be talking all things failing ahead of time as a graduate nurse. And you might not have heard of this concept, but I want to introduce it to you today because it's extremely important for you to understand where in your life as a third year student, a final year TAFE student, a future graduate nurse, a human on this earth, that you might be potentially what I call failing ahead of time. Now, a typical example of this is when graduate nurses come to me, like future graduate nurses, and they say to me, Liam, oh my goodness, what happens if I get X job and X job and this job and that job? What do I do? How do I progress? How do I proceed? Do I take the job? Do I not take the job? And they get themselves all overwhelmed and they are overthinking to the max and they're creating and generating so much stress and uncertainty and worry for themselves. That's what I mean by failing ahead of time, right? When we cognitively create these stories, these scenarios in the future that we have absolutely no control over, now, this comes up a lot in this process, right? You guys might have experienced this in getting your ANSAT results back or maybe even in getting your exam results back, right? This happens all the time where we go, we do the exam and then we go, oh my goodness, I did so bad. That was so terrible. Oh, I've definitely failed that. Now, what I want to cognitively tease you with today is the idea that that is optional, my friend. There is no benefit in failing ahead of time cognitively. There's no upside to it. I don't know if you've noticed, but when you fail ahead of time in your brain and you tell yourself that you've failed before you know that you have failed, you compound the failure. You feel like a failure. You feel terrible from the minute you finish the thing until you get the result. And what I'm offering to you or suggesting to you is that wherever this happens in your life, you can enjoy that period of time instead of beating yourself up procrastinating, worrying, stressing, overeating, overdrinking, oversmoking, overwatering that you do in order to make yourself feel better because of the internalized quote unquote fear of failure. So I want you to just think about 
be honest with yourself. Where in your life are you doing this? And we all do it. I do it. I sit down to record this podcast and I do the same thing and my brain goes to that place. But what I want to offer you is that that is optional. We do not need to indulge in failing ahead of time, right? Because the opposite could potentially be true. If we can indulge in failing ahead of time, we could indulge in succeeding ahead of time. How would that feel for you? If instead of thinking, I stuffed that up, you came out of the interview and you thought to yourself, I did the best that I could do. I'm really proud of myself. In a moment of intense stress, pressure, worry, overwhelm, fear, excitement, joy, elation in the interview, when my brain was in fight or flight, I gave it my all. I did my best. There is nothing more I can do. And how do we know that's true? Because there's nothing more you can do. You can't go back in and change your result. You can't go back in and change what happened. So instead of indulging in this failure story that our brain's going to offer us, what if we just decided to succeed ahead of time? What if we got ourselves cognitively to that place where the result was so neutral? You got the job, you don't get the job. is so neutral that you allow yourself just peace and harmony and love and kindness and respect and self-compassion between the moment that you finish the thing, exam, interview, application, whatever that might be, and when you get the result. Now, there's good reason why we fail ahead of time. Our brain loves to fail ahead of time because it keeps us, quote unquote, safe. It doesn't feel safe. You feel pretty shit, but it keeps us safe. Remember, our brain loves to feel comfortable. It loves that comfy blankie and the cup of tea on the sofa. The brain loves to not really be challenged. It's an operating machine that is efficient and it doesn't want to put ourselves into scenarios where we have to think we have to do. It wants us to play safe. It doesn't want us to experience the possibility. We have to consciously train our brain to see the possibility. So when we're indulging in feeling out of time, we just compound the negative experience for ourselves. Because you'll notice that no one else around you is also enjoying the fact that you're failing ahead of time. And you'll probably find everybody around you saying things like, I'm sure you did your best. And it's interesting because if they can believe that to be true, why are you not offering that to yourself? What I want you to think about doing is offering your brain a little statement and just say, hey, internal chat, hey brain. I know what you're doing here. Liam told me on that podcast that you're now trying to fail ahead of time. And in this moment, I want to be proud of myself. I'm going to choose to be proud of myself, regardless of whether I went into the interview, sat down and said three words and looked blankly at the panel, or whether or not I came out of the interview and I nailed it and I did my absolute best. Regardless, just showing up, breathing and being there and like looking at the panel is a tick. You did it. You went to the interview, right? Now, will you get the job? Maybe not, but that's totally fine. Like, you know, that's just part of the experience and you'll learn and you move forward. But I want you to offer yourself, your brain, that awareness that failing ahead of time is optional. We coach on this every week in the GCLP. What if this happens? What if that happens? Look, we have been trained as clinicians to think of worst case scenarios. But I want you to acknowledge that and see that for what it is. And then also acknowledge and see that we don't have to live in worst case scenarios all the time. For me, this was something that was like an aha moment, a pin dropped. And I went, oh my goodness, I don't have to cognitively suffer. I don't have to always think that every time I step out of the house, I'm going to die. <laughs> and I might end up on a hemofiltration machine and you know, multi-organ support. 
oh, what a relief. I can just choose to enjoy the experience of being a human. I can enjoy the experience of applying for my grad programs. I can enjoy the challenge. I don't have to decide that I failed when I have absolutely no evidence other than my own internal brain's psyche and stories that are not factually true and are often just derived from previous lived experiences. I don't have to indulge in all of that. I can actually just decide in the moment, hey, we're not going there today. I'm not going there today. I'm going to choose to believe that I did my best because that makes me feel good. Now, some of you will argue with me and you'll be saying, but Liam, like, I'm just lying to myself. I totally messed it up. It was horrendous. But here's the thing, my friend, you still get to decide what you make that mean. You still get to decide what you think and feel about that experience. And here's the crux of it. Does it ever serve you to think that you did not do as well as you potentially could have done? Does it ever serve you to lean into those negative thoughts that create negative feelings, that drive negative actions, that create negative results for yourself? In my experience, it's not overly helpful. It's not overly beneficial. It's not a good use of my time. And when I live in that space and I live in that realm of that negative energy, I attract a lot of negative energy. I attract a lot of negative results in my life. When you think about a time in your life where you have been indulging in the negativity, when we've been outsourcing and thinking that the things external to us create our own internal thoughts and our feelings that create our experiences. So when you're looking at your applications, your interview, your interview job offers, your multiple job offers, and you're sitting and you're waiting for the job offers and they're all coming in three months apart from each other, that is an opportunity to raise your awareness. And notice that your brain's going to want to fail ahead of time. And you're going to say, hold on a second. I don't have all the information. I don't have everything that I need to make an informed decision about my job processes. So as these jobs start coming in, I'm going to take them. I'm going to take every single one of them. And I'm going to agree to all 50 of them. <laughs> right? And as you move forward, you're not going to let your brain decide and go into overwhelm. Think, oh my God, well, what do you do? How do you tell them? Oh my goodness. Do you phone them? Do you email them? Do you text them? Do you send them a letter? Do you send them flowers? Do you apologize? How do I do it? Don't indulge in that experience. One step at a time. There's a lot of change happening right now for you. There's a lot of things up in the air. It's a huge period of uncertainty. You don't need to. It is 100% optional to compound your experience by failing ahead of time. So from here, you, my friends, are going to raise your awareness to the thoughts that you have when something happens external to you, i.e. applications open, you get a result from an interview or an application, you get a result from your university, something happens in the world, point blank, something happens. You're going to raise your awareness to the thoughts that you have about that. And you're going to get curious about whether or not you are choosing to fail ahead of time. Oh, well, I'm not going to get that anyway. <laughs> That's my favorite. That's my favorite one. Well, why do I bother? What's the point? We want to go into our applications with that energy. The panel will pick up on it for sure. And here's the funny thing. When you believe that to be true and you give that airtime in your brain, you will create that result. Just watch it happen. I dare some of you to try it. It will happen. And then we'll be talking to you at the end of the year, right? I don't say that to scare you. I say that to motivate the shit out of you and get you on track. Raise your energy. Look at those thoughts. Decide from now on in. You are not failing ahead of time. You're going to empower yourself and you're going to get so curious about these thoughts that your brain offers you. 
And then you're just going to move forward and tackle everything that comes in your way. Because if you got to this point, third year RNs and final year TAFE students, you can do whatever you like. You can do all the things. Don't let your brain convince you otherwise because it's scared. It's fearful. It's worried. Give your brain a little cognitive hug and acknowledge it. And then remind your brain that you are in charge of your brain and you don't have to buy into these stories. You don't have to fail ahead of time. Now, for some of you, now will be the time to come and join us in the GCLP. We are open. We are preparing for June programs. ACT Health, PMCV. Oh my goodness. South Australia Health are potentially opening as well. And there's another big one. New South Wales Health are opening in June. Queensland is opening in July. So is Northern Territory Health and so is Tasmania Health. If you are applying for those programs and you're not getting the GCLP, what are you doing? Come and join us. We just launched a 12 pay option. We have a pay in full where you say we have a six pay option and we have a 12 month option. People have told me that I'm crazy. There is nothing else like this out there in the industry. You can pay over the next 12 months. We will be working with you from now until probably January because of the process that you're about to go through. And we are there to support you every step of the way. Every time your brain offers you one of those thoughts, we got you. Every time a new application needs to be done, we got you. Every time you go to an interview and you need to prepare and you're having a mental breakdown, we got you. Every time that you need a little pick-me-up because something's happened and something went off plan, we have got you in the GCLP. So my friends, whilst you can sit and wait until the last minute, we encourage you to come and join us. We would love nothing more to help you achieve your graduate goals. If you need to chat to me, you need to ask questions, you know where I am. I can see that there are thousands of you listening to this all the time, which is fabulous and I love that you're here, but you deserve the support to be able to get the results that you want in your life. And if you are somebody and anything today that I've said or in any episode or one of the 1200 posts that I've put out into the world resonates with you, see that as a sign to come and join us. We would love, love, love to help you. You can join us in the show notes or you can join us at liamcaswell.com forward slash GCLP. Now is the time. Let's start getting serious. Don't leave it to the last minute. This is not a university assignment. This is the time to come and join us. And until next time, this has been the Grand Nurse Success Series. It's been a privilege chatting to you today. Stick around, share this with your colleagues, make sure as many people know about this podcast series so that we can keep it going and keep it moving forwards and so that I can keep helping you guys here. Of course, everything I teach you here is a smidge of what you get in the GCLP. So come and join us in the GCLP. We'll see you next week. That's another week in the Graduate Nurse Success Series podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm sure this week has helped you further identify what it is that you want to be doing in your graduate nursing career and that everything is available to you. If you want to take this even further, make sure you go and check out our graduate nurse hub below. The link is in the show notes. And if you're somebody that wants to guarantee yourself a grad, well, what are you waiting for? Come and join us in the graduate career launch program 2023 intake. Spaces are still available until they're not. So we'll see you there.